everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. Oh, hi, Lauren. I'm Charles. How are you? Oh, hi. Guess yeah. guess what we're talking today? Uh, I don't know. What is it? We're talking Drop Dead Gorgeous from 1999. Oh, that was a very big hit. That was a huge hit. <laughs> um, thank you to everyone for our completely on-the-spot improv uh, Minnesota accent. That was actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think we did all right. Um, we are we are available for any um, <laughs> any work that you may need. They use they use our accent. Francis McDormand use our accent to like create her character in Fargo. I know <laughs> we just didn't say anything. This is all just like a fun game and something I still haven't watched. You know, we got paid for them to use it, and I was like, "No, nah, I don't need to watch the movie. It's cool." <laughs> so I still have not seen Fargo. Uh, disclosure, which of course we're gonna now do because I told you, and you were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> like, I, I was re- I was really tr- I was really trying to be nice about it though. But... <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, what? Like, no, this is insane. So yeah, Fargo is probably going to be up soon because yeah, I know it's a classic and it has some of my favorite actors in it. So it's just something that I hadn't gotten gotten around to watching. And Kirsten Dunst, I believe is in the Fargo series. Oh yeah. I think she's in season three. Eh? Nice. Okay. So that's another reason for me to watch it because this is the film that came out in the year of our Lord, 1999, Kirsten Dunst year, AKA. Yay. <laughs> because not only are we birthday twins, but I love the fuck out of some Kirsten Dunst. Like, oh, she's fantastic. She is so good. She's been one of my favorites for so long. So when we were going to do this movie, I talked about it a while ago and then it went off HBO for like two months. Yeah. Um, And I was like, fuck, I want to do Drop Dead Gorgeous because I've seen bits, but I definitely haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen the intro where Denise Richards like does the Mount Rushmore. Oh, like, I think that yeah. might be in the trailer. I said, remember when the trailer okay. came out? <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do it. And then when it came back and you were like, yo, let's do it. So. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny. It's really funny. So you knew it. Like, what is your history with it? Because you already had seen it. Oh, well, I saw it in the theater when it first came out. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so cool. And, um, and uh, yeah, and so then, um, I, 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 I mean, I, I just like, really, really enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was fun and it just made me laugh hysterically. And so, so like, funny. like, since and if it ever happens to, like, show up on tv at some point i'll usually stop whatever i'm doing just just watch it um (laughs) it's so funny like yeah i'm so glad that i liked it because you were like i hope you like it and i was like oh god i hope i was like oh i hope i will and then when it opened like as soon as it opened and there was the theme song or like the not the theme song but the intro that reminded me of those early six feet under intros um yeah. <laughs> kind of if you know you know like the way it's like satire but the way the voice is it's like you should come here to this it's like the old like showcasey voice yeah but yeah. this was like about the pageant and about like the larger national pageant of like sarah rose cosmetics <laughs> done by adam west aka batman like the tv batman in the 60s yeah. so i was like oh this is really weird and like dreamy and kind of campy so that's why I was like, I think I'm going to like this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did. And and it reminded me of like a Christopher Guest movie. It was like a mockumentary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I th- think this might be one of the few, like, and I don't want to say one of the few, but like, 
one of the um, few like mockumentary comedies that came out that like wasn't a Christopher Guest movie. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. And um, I and I I, 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 I guess mockumentaries aren't really that popular anywhere anymore. But I think I think they're like so funny. I think they are because the office is very much like that. Yeah. yeah. And the way they do that storytelling now, especially with the, I, I mean, I don't know what it's called, but there is that format that a lot of shows follow now with the confessional and then mm-hmm. like back to the scene of like what's happening, yeah. which is, I love. Um, yeah. But it's like Christopher guest owned that kind of genre. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like very much a Christopher guest movie. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. But it, but it has the same like the same vibe. It's a lot darker. It this is. one is a lot darker. Um, but it has a stacked cast. And I forgot to mention this is directed by ooh, my pages Michael Patrick Jan, who never directed another feature again, which we'll get into. Um, this premiered July twenty third, nineteen ninety nine, and oh, okay. I have to say this is the most stacked cast like in history no this cast is so deep like i mean it's it's just like soaked it's it's just like it's just like you you keep watching and you keep seeing another name you're like oh wow (laughs) i mean not only do we have kirsten dunce but we have ellen barkin playing her mom yeah and then amber did you get my smokes (laughs) not yet they all did a great job with the accents too yeah yeah that's what i thought um i was actually really impressed by kirstie alley (laughs) yeah she's really good though yeah yeah oh r.i.p i I can't believe we lost kirstie alley um and then obviously on the other side of the coin you have denise richards and allison janney like who (laughs) knew that they and then sam mcmurray who also plays neil's dad in freaks and geeks uh neil schweibert um, and he plays kind of the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> like he's kind of a sleazy guy in this one. Not as sleazy in Freaks and Geeks, but kind of like he's a cheater. He was having yeah. an affair on his wife, you know. Um, but this one, it's so funny. But Allison Janney, like this was her prep for I, Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have put Tanya Harding in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, I, I mean, I mean, they kind of did. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. Denise was definitely the Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she was like the Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan of everything. And then you have Brittany Murphy. I yeah. wish we got a bit more Brittany Murphy, I have to say. Yeah, I did want her, I did want her role to be a little more substantial. Like, I, I, like I thought it'd be cool if like, I don't know, like maybe Amber took her with her to nationals or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. I would also take even switching Amy Adams, uh, screen time or like lessening Amy Adams screen time and balancing it out with Brittany Murphy. Cause I feel like Amy got a lot. She, she did. She did. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm not a massive Amy Adams fan, but she is really (laughs) funny, but she's in fucking everything. I know. Right. She's another one of those that you're like, oh yeah, she's in that, she's in that. And even like James Marsden, who was in, what's that movie? Didn't they do that movie together? Enchanted? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. Amy Adams? He, Amy Adams and Anna Kendrick, and there's another one. I get all of them mixed up, so oh. <laughs> I don't know, because they're like very similar, and they do a lot of the same movies, and they like kind of look the same. They all have that reddish hair. Mm-hmm. They always play like rom-coms or like the kind of funny, like over the top girls, but not Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris is like my queen in that department. Yeah. Like, the yeah. over the top funny. Um, and then we have like, I mean, who else is in this? We also have, I think it's Michael McShane, who's the judge or no, it's Matt Malloy. Who's the judge. Who's the first one. Like the first judge. He's uh, in the, a bunch uh, of stuff. The, uh, the pedo. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in like a bunch of stuff. 
Like I, um, I feel like I've seen him in something recently. I'm looking through now. I'm blanking on on her name, but um oh her um also Mindy Sterling who um I guess I first know her m- more from being an Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. Send in the fanbots. Yeah, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh my god, they were from Austin Powers. I mean, so I, mean I, 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 I mean, I, I, I thought she was hilarious too. Um, so funny. Oh wait, um, the first judge is in Six Feet Under. He's Roger oh. Pasquazzi. Wait, who's he? He is the guy that David does security for. Oh. Late, way later on, remember? And then he like, um, doesn't someone like bite his? Oh no, David like bites his ear. Oh yeah. Or something crazy, and he's like, oh my god, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're crazy. And it's like something happened. I forgot. But yeah, he is like, yeah, Keith's like director that he's doing like private security for. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's one that I've seen him. I'm looking at his IMDb. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember him. Um, that's really funny. But yeah, he's he's in a bunch of stuff. And that part of the movie, I was just like. I feel like when they made the point once that he was like into these girls, they could have stopped. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess they really, they really wanted to like nail it in. Yeah, know, like... I mean, they really like drove that point home. <laughs> and I think it was kind of weird too because Kirsten Dunst was actually sixteen. Yeah, like that's true. or fifteen <clears throat> when this movie is filmed. Same with uh, I don't know about Brittany Murphy, but I think she's around the same age too. Denise Richards was twenty nine, <laughs> so she's <laughs> oh. like, like, yeah. So that would have would have been like, okay, it would have been weird. But these girls are actually really young. I was like, okay, it's a little weird. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that also we have to talk about our Oscars rage. We have to have a mini oh. Oscars rage segment again. Yes. I mean, the range of Kirsten Dunst for her not to have been nominated until like last year. No, it's it, it is ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, I mean, um, no, and I mean, um, I mean, I mean, um, I um, I believe that I forgot about this movie when we recently redid our mm-hmm. nominations for '99, which I'm mad about because now I have to go back and redo it. Um, <laughs> I think we gave it. I think I might have given something to Kirsten for Lux Lisbon and Virgin Suicides, but this is what I mean when '99 was her year. She also did Dick, which oh, was that's right, incredible. That also came out in '99. Yeah. So like, it's kind of hard to say like which one you would give it to her for. I, I don't know. Um, I um I personally would give Allison Janney a nomination for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like either Allison Janney or Ellen Barkin. Yeah, um, I was gonna say yeah, both like, of them. <laughs> I thought they were hilarious. They're so good. Um, but um, they were uh, also good. Th- th- yeah, no, it was it was just it, it was just such a great movie. <laughs> like, I, I just noticed that I was looking through Kirsten's um Kirsten's you know because we're uh, buds. Uh, I was looking through her like uh, filmography, and there's some that I haven't seen. Like I've never seen the movie Strike. Oh yeah, um, yeah either. Which is 90, 1998. Um, so there are a few like older ones. She's done some TV movies too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we also have to do another TV movie soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love the TV movies. Like they're so good. Um, the especially the ones that have the nine hundred two one zero people in them. Yeah, like they did a lot because Fox was like really big on that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Strike is described as in the 1960s, a group of friends at an all-girls school learn that their school is going to be combined with a nearly all-boys school. Oh, they God. concoct a plan to save their school while dealing with everyday problems along the way. Oh, it kind of oh. sounds cool. It has Kirsten Dunst and Gabby Hoffman. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Like tacking that on the list, Matthew Lawrence, Monica Kina. Oh, Heather Matarazzo. Okay, I'm probably gonna love this movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, okay, I'm bookmarking that. Cool. So, I mean, anytime for any excuse for more more Kirsten Dunst is good with me. Yeah. Okay. So, any other Oscars rage moments? Um, I um would um I I I would have liked to see it get a nomination for writing just because the mm-hmm. story is um just batshit insane. <laughs> And, like, original. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Lona Williams is the writer, and this is based on a lot of her actual life. So, yeah, that's even more crazy. Yeah. That's true. Um, I, um, if Kristen were to get a nomination for this movie, I think I would put her in Best Actress instead of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's true. But, um, but I, I don't know, it's weird, because I think that... Um, I, I, th- I think you could put either Kirstie Alley, Ellen Barkin... Kirsten Dunst or D- D- Denise Richards up for Best Actress, like lead. Yeah. Even 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 though I think Kirsten gets more screen time technically, but I think they are like all leads. Yeah, they things. are. It's all equally so, balanced. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's something for me to think about when I get back to work. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're not going to do any of this while you're on like break. <laughs> no, no, I have just been napping excessively for the last two days. <laughs> oh, have you really? Yep. Yep. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. It's it's really hot here. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, I got it to eighty nine today. Oh shit! Yeah, I got up to like the high eighty or high seventies today. I think oh, mid mid. Sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice earlier this morning when I was out and like everyone was out. Like I went to Trader Joe's really early this morning and I was like, oh, it's gonna be chill, you know? Everyone's mm. gonna be like with their moms. It's Mother's Day. Everyone's gonna be doing like shit like that. And then I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Like everyone was in there i was like holy shit it's like 10 o'clock i thought it would be like not that crazy but yeah it was kind of crazy um but yeah it was nice this morning and then i could feel it getting hot i was like oh shit it's getting hotter but yeah uh, yeah i forgot you down in the south yeah yeah (laughs) it gets hot down there Uh, okay behind the scenes let's get into it what did you find rotten tomatoes critics 47 audience 75 the fuck I know. Seven? Like, I know. we were just talking about this off air how there were a lot of negative reviews because it was so dark. Yeah. But I mean, like, I what? Mean, I mean, I if a movie is dark, I tend to probably probably like it more. Yeah, you know? same. Like, I mean, um, like I, I um this is sort of a weird analogy, but like I know that like there um were sort of when the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles m- movie came came out again there were, with the turtles there were a lot of complaints because everyone's like oh it's it was good it's such a dark story and I was like well yeah but it's so good and then the next one was you know a lot more lighthearted and fluffy and fun and you know I didn't really enjoy it as much I mean it was oh still... shit the first one's dark I've never seen it yeah it's no it's it's really good oh um, is this the one from the nineties it's like ninety two or something like that. I think the first one came out in 90, and then the second one came out in 92. Is it TMNT, or is it actually called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I think it's actually called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is anyone famous in it that we know? I believe that Corey Feldman plays the voice of Donatello. No way! Um, I think that Elias Codius plays um, plays Vigilante Casey Jones. Um, oh, okay. I, uh, Maybe I'll add this. I, I actually think you'd, you'd really like it. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, I think I, yeah, I vaguely remember when it came out, but I think I was so young and I was probably just like, you know, kind of passed me by, I guess. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. All right. Yeah, Adding yeah. another one. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But yeah, so um, you were talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Oh yeah, so I, I think that sort of, sort of so I think like the first movie was a little darker too, not necessarily also, also in story, but also just more in like appearance. Like it just filmed in a lot of dark places, you know, like sewers and stuff. And you know, they really sort of brought the turtles out into like the light for like the second movie, so you could like see them more. And oh. you know, like um, Disneyfied you know. it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I, I felt like it was still faithful but I, I just personally enjoy the first one more oh um, cool and they're comics aren't they yeah yeah and are they like independent do you know or they're under they're not under like one of the dc or marvel umbrellas i i don't think could, so i don't think so i, think I don't might, know though they yeah, might no be their idea. own thing um but I'm not yeah sure. they might be yeah i'm not um, sure so the original title for this movie was called dairy queens <laughs> <laughs> so funny which i um i'm sort of glad they went with the title that they did because i personally like it a lot more yeah i do too um melissa joan hart auditioned for the world amber how insane then she ended up doing drive me crazy yeah that year which is not one of my favorites i have to say like it's okay but it's i mean i, I have another like hot take that a lot of people probably don't not don't agree with, but I'm not a fan of She's All That in the point where, like, we're not going to do it on this podcast because I don't like it. I oh, mean, yeah. it's okay, but I don't, I didn't connect with it like so many people. It's like in those 90s groups, like, this is the best movie, but I didn't think it was the best movie. Even then, I was just yeah. not really into it. And it's really mean. I mean, the thing is, is the same kind of like structure is set up in 10 Things I Hate About You. But mm. I feel like that one's just way stronger. I think it's because that cast for me. Is yeah. way stronger than like Freddie Prince Jr. and um, Paul Walker and what's Rachel Lee Cook. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just think the other cast for me, I just connected more to. But it, all those things came out in '99. '99. There actually is some podcasts that are just talk about movies that came out in '99 because there's so many. Yeah, it's a huge year. Like, yeah. Um, but um, you know, um, you know, she's all that was a movie that. I was interested in seeing, but then I was, you know, of course I was in boarding school when it came out. <laughs> so, um, so we, you know, so like, um, we'd sort of do these weekend forays into like, into town where, you know, we'd, um, you know, we'd just be like, okay, who wants to go to a movie? And I was like, can I go? And, you know, we never really had any say in what the movie was. Like, like the pe- t- teacher would just look at what was showing, like pick the, you know, the most interesting you know pg rated film it had and to so, be pg mm-hmm. it couldn't even be pg-13 when you guys were like 16 years old i know i know shit um and so um uh, and so there's one time a group of us were in town and um when the teachers was just like um has anyone seen the movie she's all that and this guy <laughs> piped up from the back of the seat and was like i don't think you should see that it's full of nudity um, what? Yeah, and um, then like his friend who was sitting next to him was like, "Well, not really." I mean, and 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 then um, the and then the teacher was like, "Okay, well, I'm not sure who to believe." And um, then the one guy was like, "Oh yeah, it's it's it, there's lots of nudity in this film. It's it's totally inappropriate." And what? Um, then like his friend was like, "That's not true." It's and then he explained like how the movie ends, like you know, like you know, you know, scene shot for shot and i was like well i don't want to see this anymore <laughs> so. yeah and also it's pg-13 so there's definitely not a lot of nudity in it it's yeah. like impossible yeah um so um i'm just, i'm just like well 
I guess we'll just have to live. <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah. Okay, so um, there's a um, there's a scene in in the uh, movie when excuse me when we get introduced to Amy Adams. And um we and um her like very hot wrestler boyfriend. Um Is that the one that the mob like lusts after too? Yeah. The one that Kirstie Alley like was like looking at him in the uniform. Yeah. This movie is all kinds of like fucked up and weird. <laughs> it's so funny. And um, you know, and then she um says, you know, oh yeah, you know, pass the grade is you know, go muskies. Woo! <laughs> so do you know what a muskie is? No. It is a fish that lives in northern freshwater ponds. The scientific name is the muscalange. Oh God, I don't know how to say that. Um, so, um, so the so the common name is the muscalange, muscalange, and its scientific name is Esox masquinange. Um, and so, it's a fish that sort of looks like a it's a sort of a pike. Um, so it's a, like, so it's like a, it's like a large, like... I'm looking it up right now. So it's like a large freshwater fish that's about six feet long, and, um, it lives in, like, the north, and it eats... Holy uh, fuck! Yeah, yeah. It's huge! It looks like a, um, not a trout, but like a barracuda. Oh, you know what? It it reminds me of the fish that, um, that, like, um, Arthur runs into in in The Sword and the Stone. Yeah! That's, like, a bit, that looks like a barracuda. Yeah, yeah. Almost, because it had, like, the the mouth is starting to, like, come out like a crocodile. Yeah. But that, but that one is more of an actual barracuda, but this one, like, is long like that, but it's not, um, wow, predatory, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, it does have kind of, like, a alligator mouth. There are a lot of pictures of people who've caught them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah. I I, um, I I think it's a pretty popular, like, fishing fish, you know? Yeah, northern Wisconsin, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Um, okay, um, so, um, n- n- now that wildlife lesson is over, um, so, uh, <laughs> Wildlife minute! <laughs> um, so Kirstie Alley based her character's performance on Frances McDormand's performance in Fargo. How um, meta! Because <laughs> that's what we have to do with Fargo now. Um, some other casting considerations for Annette, um, or, um, Amber Aitken's mom, um goldie hawn was was considered that would be amazing and, and for gladys kirstie alley's character sigourney weaver also and, would be amazing <laughs> I, I think so <laughs> they both yeah both good choices um and um also i love this um sir michelle deller auditioned for the role of becky oh also would be so good <laughs> i know right um but she did cruel intentions that year also which was yeah. amazing so i, I guess mean, yeah 99 was stacked man yeah um and Finally, um, there is an alternate ending where Gladys kills herself in prison, and the um, the sniper at the end of the film is actually Iona Hildebrandt, who is a beauty queen who won the crown back in 1945 and had to give up her crown for scrap iron because of the damn war with the Japs. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> that's a quote <laughs> yeah. from from the movie. Yeah, um, it's which is insane that I guess in '99 that was still cool, but then yeah. there was also like a a lot of. Uh, I mean, I thought that was really funny that there was like an Asian family that just adopted this white girl just know, right? to like assimilate into the U.S. <laughs> and like her, and I, I'm not sure what country they were from, but the I think, I was think, it? I think they're Japanese. 
Oh, they're Japanese. Okay, yeah. so then the girl, like their actual daughter, is like speaking to them in Japanese, being like, "You don't know what they're saying," but she's just like, "What the fuck? Like, what's going on?" And they're like, "Speak in English. Stop being so rude. Like, we're trying to be American." And then, of course, when she goes up and she's like, "Hi, like my name is like Molly. Is it Molly something? Uh, yes, I Molly think so. Howard." She's like, "Hi, um, my name is Molly Howard, and this is why I'm proud to be an Asian American." <laughs> and like, it's so funny because her parents but it's yeah it's just really funny but but yeah like they're also like some yeah they're like a few like slurs that we don't say now but i mean yeah. that's pretty common in in films that are uh 20 years plus old yeah yeah I mean, it's um, super common there, there are at least three i can think of off the top of my head right now just in this movie alone um, oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah they're just a lot and it's just like they and, yeah i mean yeah, it but, happens in like reality tv yeah, but it was just kind of part of the part, part of our lexicon. Yeah, know, like, and it was and it was taboo then. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like it was something that we said and like we were supposed to find that part offensive and be like, holy yeah. shit! Like, can we but, just know that? Like, you could still say certain words and exp- and. and and in, in expect, in expect a laugh even though they were they were offensive yeah we just talked about this in snatch because they kept saying gypsies which we uh, don't say now but like they say it all the time like it, right. and that was 2000 and then i looked up like the definition that like you know there are like a lot of different definitions now but back in 2000 which is not long ago we didn't like that's what was common you know yeah. so that's kind of what what ends up happening in in like different different films that we watch but but i do like the fact that they're like we talked about before that they're not going back and like re-editing things that were were done in a certain yeah. time for another you know age because it's just different it's just how it is but yeah it, it's really crazy yeah <laughs> um cool oh yeah what else did you have oh that that's it Oh, cool. All right. So good. We have a few that are different. So the budget for this was $15 million, which is quite a lot, which I have to say might have to go to like the quotes, maybe. Yeah. Like the actors quotes, because there were like a fair amount of them um, that were pretty known. Like was was the West Wing on yet for Alice and Jamie? I believe I believe I want to say it started in 98 or or earlier, but I could be wrong. Yeah. And same with like Ellen Barkin was known. Yeah, she was. Uh, she, yeah, she was in things, and like Kirsten Dunst had been in things. Yeah, and same with Denise Richards. Wild Things was the year before. Yeah, that's right. So there were some people who had like you know obviously could command some quotes. So that has to be some. That was pretty amazing casting they got for not even an, uh, this isn't even an indie film. It's like a new line film, so it's not yeah. indie. But I mean, for a, an original story and a kind of first time director. Mm-hmm. Or like a like I think he was twenty six when he did this oh, movie. Wow. So like a early director, like a young director, and like an original story that you really have no idea if it's going to do well or not. Like it's a real gamble for them to put fifteen million in ninety nine into this movie. Um, it made ten point five million. Oh, so nice. you're part of that ten point five. Yay! <laughs> um, which I think is still pretty good. They they keep describing it in lots of uh, uh, articles I see as like this disaster. I was like, well, it didn't make like three million. I mean, yeah, that's not that much of a disaster. I mean, I mean, in terms of like train, like cinematic train wrecks, I don't think it's like you know, it's not not on that level. No, anything. I don't think it's, so at all. It's it's not like the movie jiggly or anything yeah right which i i know have i seen that i was gonna say have i ever actually seen i don't think i have now one thing that was another like we can compare this but not that doesn't have the same story but like jawbreaker which is another like dark as fuck movie that came out in 99 
so great. Yeah. That one, I believe, had like a budget of like, I thought it had a lot, like 35. We did oh. do it. So I don't know. I mean, you can go listen to the episode because I actually knew what it was. Um, but that one, I think, was like, or maybe it's like 3.5, but that made like 3 million. But that one, I think the stars weren't as known as this one. Like, Rose McGowan was always like that bad girl. Yeah. So I don't, and she was more of like an indie queen. Kirsten Dunst was like a child star. Yeah. who kind of came up in Jumanji and like Little Women and and movies where like more people probably knew her and would be like, oh yeah, this would be cool. Like it's a Kirsten Dunst movie. Like how bad could it be? Yeah. You know, like she always did just, you know, and this is PG-13. Yeah. Another yeah. thing that's kind of crazy too, that I feel like I would have loved for it to be R. <laughs> I, I would have loved if they were able to do like a two and a half hour R-rated like mockumentary. That would be hilarious that would be so good so i think this was also so dark for it to be pg-13 yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um so i like that they kind of pushed that envelope they didn't swear or anything mm. but not really but they were able to still get like this dark energy across so i think that's really cool because jawbreaker is like rated r oh yeah like that yeah. one is is like meant for like high school and up and like young 20s and stuff this one is like kind of geared to high school <laughs> and if you yeah. think about it it's really <laughs> funny <laughs> if they're gearing this to like high school kids it's like really funny um let's see so yeah 10.5 million uh the the writer of the film lana williams or lona williams she actually had like a lot of issues in this um production she had issues with the director they just didn't really get along mm. she wanted to play the candy striper role that comes in and some producer told her she was too old oh. and that they should then they'll then they would put her as the third judge that never spoke so that woman who's the third judge that's the writer oh okay, okay. and the reason that they gave her a role that doesn't not the reason but just like a little fact is non-speaking roles have way less pay than speaking roles. Right. Um, so that's kind of fucked. That information I, I read from an E news article in July of 2019, where they talk about like what happened uh, on the film and everything. Oh, interesting. So they're, like different, like shocking secrets supposedly. But, um, but yeah, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of nuts. And I think also, um, uh, the director said that like he was just like oh wow I'm working with this massive star talking about Kirstie Alley mm -hmm. um, and it's just like <laughs> this is really funny too it says it was my introduction to oh that person's a huge fucking star that's how Jan described his experience on set with Alley to BuzzFeed and revealed this about her her first day of filming introduction quote she gets up there and she announces that she's just quit smoking she's on a diet and she's got her period and she's not fucking kidding <laughs> <laughs> he went on to allege she refused to wear many of the costumes the wardrobe department had picked for Gladys, instead asking for the outfits to be sent to the Scientology Celebrity Center in Hollywood to try them on there. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, this is kind of funny too, that apparently this movie is Amy Adams' feature film debut. Oh wow. Um, and since then she's had six Oscar nominations as of 2019. I don't know if she was nominated after that. Yeah, um, she's, um, so I think Glenn Close holds the record for having the most nominations without a win, and Amy Adams oh, is, like, kind of, like, catching up, up there? to her. Yeah. That's yeah, so that's kind of nuts. Yeah. That is so nuts. Um, so... <laughs> Comfortable with ad, these are all quotes from the E! News article. Comfortable uh, with ad-libbing, Janie revealed she only ad-libbed one time and dropped at Gorgeous, but it's a moment she's rather proud of. 
The one ad lib I said was, I was proud I got some, she told the Huffington Post. <laughs> that was my one ad lib because I don't think I knew how to ad lib at that point in my career. <laughs> okay, so more Allison Janney uh, dirt is that she also says that she also had a hand in establishing Loretta's look. However, including the over-the-top orange tan. Maybe her neck would be a different color than her face. And then we discussed that her idea of glamour might not be everyone's. <laughs> she might wear blue eyeshadow with bright red lipstick. She definitely has a confused sense of glamour, a trailer park tinge sense of glamour. That's what she said, which is really funny. Um, so this is kind of crazy. Another note about Janny. While she's gone to become on to become one of the most famous and successful alums from the movie, Janny was invite wasn't invited to the Drop Dead Gorgeous premiere in '99. Really? I was not. Yeah, I was not even included on the poster on that. They usually don't ask you if you're not included on the poster. The Emmy-winning mom oh, explained wow. because then they have to pay for you to get there, and that involves money for the studio to pay. So of course they're not going to want to pay for everyone in the movie to come. I understand that. So oh, that's, what okay. she, that's what she said. I mean, that's still kind of shitty, though. Yeah, right? Um, another another thing is Matt Malloy, who plays the local pageant judge we talked about with an inappropriate level of interest in the young contestants. Um, and the role has earned him some less than ideal fan encounters over the year. He says, quote, six times in my life I've been in a public setting, once in a mall, once in a bakery, each time with a lot of people around, and a teenage girl is turned and yelled, you're the pervert. And I put my hands up and say, in a movie, in a movie, finish the sentence. But then there's this moment where the whole fucking place turns and it's just like, oh, you're hanging by your balls, kid. That still happens. Oh, God. That's what he said. I was like, oh, God, that's kind of crazy. There's um, there's a um, there's a part in a David Sedaris essay mm-hmm. when he talks about um, how he and his sister Amy were on this riding on the same train in New York. And um, Amy, um, his sister was was getting off on a stop before his and before the doors closed she said bye david good luck good good luck beating that rate charge and oh then the, my and then and, the, and then the doors closed and <gasps> tim Sears was like yeah that's my sister isn't she funny oh my god shut the fuck up that is so fucked holy shit that is so something that they would do oh my god could you imagine oh my god yeah like that's just crazy and now it would be filmed yeah, yeah. No, that should happen, which would be nuts. This is a great E article. I'm going to actually uh, link it because it has, like, there's a lot of information. But um, another thing, another this is the last one, and then there's some more that everyone can look up. But it says, uh, in one of the film's most iconic scenes, Richard's mean rich girl Becky performs a tone deaf in more ways than one rendition of Frankie Valley's Can't Take My Eyes Off You while dancing with a Jesus doll and a crucifix. The scene has gone down in cult cinema history, but some of the extras who were on set that day the performance was filmed were not amused halfway through my performance they were offended and actually wafted off the set and left the real housewives of beverly hills star told vh1 of the unprepared audience members <laughs> so yeah it's kind of crazy i thought that was so funny i thought i know i thought it was hilarious oh my like, god i was just like oh my god this is so wild there's like that one shot where like the camera's steady and she's just like she's just like standing on the cross and gliding across stage and it's just like (laughs) i know you're just like oh my god this is so nuts like this is just out of control it's so funny it's so funny um so yeah they're they're way more in in that article so um i won't bore you with the details but yeah that's basically uh 
the Scientology note I found crazy. That's that's like that's that's insane. Like she I mean, had them like sent there to the like. Do they have to approve them? I don't know. Did or did they do something to the costumes or like make them? Yeah, and like sew something in it. Yeah, or like bless it somehow. I'm so intrigued, but yet also freaked <laughs> out and don't want to know. Um, it's kind of nuts. Okay, so moving on, let's get into the fashion. Yay! Um, let's see. Mimi Melgard is uh, Melgard looks like a Swedish name, and that makes me think of the Succession episode that's on tonight because Alexander Skarsgård's in it. Yay! Um, I'm really excited. It's episode eight for anyone. <laughs> Apparently, this is supposed to be some big thing. I'm recording like right before it. It's like eight forty-seven, so mm. I'll end up catching it in a little while. But I'm I'm curious to see what this big thing that's supposed to happen is tonight because. Apparently it's supposed to be changing. So I was like, okay, cool. But, um, but yeah, so she also does not really do films, but she, the costume designer, she does Grey's Anatomy. So I'm sure she's like extremely busy with that. Um, and she also did Roswell season two. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Those are my two things. Did you have any standout fashion? Um, so my first standout fashion is I really love like Tammy Curry. Um, just like her like whole vibe, you know, how mm-hmm. she, you know, she's just like, yeah, you, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, no one thought I could do it, but I did. And, you know, I'm, you know, and, you know, and you, by the way, I'm the president of the Lutheran Sisterhood Gun Club. Oh my um, God. <laughs> I know. The, and the way that she, her end is just so insane. <laughs> I didn't even realize how crazy it was. Um, but, um, no, no but I, I liked her vibe. Um, I am, I, like Amber's vibe, it just seems very casual, you know, like just you know, like um, you know, just like you know, um, cool. That's um, what I wrote. I wrote like I kind of dressed like her. It was very regular. I did like that white shirt and black jumper she had on at the funeral. Yeah, at that Becky's was cool. funeral, I thought that was cool. And her white dress was cool. The one that looked like Diane Sawyer's. Um, I love the angry pregnant girls in the bathroom. <laughs> I know. I love them. They remind me of the girls in the Lisa Simpson bathroom episode <laughs> yeah. when she gets caught with. Well, do you know what season that is? I think it's season three. I think the episode is called Separate Vocations. God, how the fuck do you know that? Okay. Um, um, let's see. That's another one we have to do too. I think we should just do a, a Simpsons doubleheader episode. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, because that's really easy to do. They're like twenty minutes. I fucking love that show. Um, yeah, it's just never not funny. Also, I have to do it with Daria too. Yeah, we should do the pilot of Daria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny like how it opens. Okay, yeah. Sorry, keep going. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I didn't have a ton. It's kind of like a regular, like yeah for 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 a beauty pageant movie. There isn't like a lot of fashion notes. Yeah, um, right. That I kind of was more surprised that it wasn't. Um, I I didn't find more like standout fashion. I thought it was all very like cool and it fit the mold, but it wasn't like a movie like Jawbreaker where it's like yeah. holy shit, like no, this is a fashion film. Like they really paid attention. This was kind of like not wasn't that important to the story, I think. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think. Um Gladys had a couple of really nice gowns. Yeah, she um, did. Like um, um and I like how she uh changed for each um like like portion of the competition. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I like the yellow one. Yeah I did too. Like the first one, yeah. Um and um <laughs> also um I know we only saw it very briefly, but I like Amber's original tap costume that was like oh red yeah sequin. yeah i do um, too and then um that they threw out yeah <laughs> <laughs> i 
Um, and then I like um, the uh, choreographer. I think her name was Chloris. Who? Oh my god! Yeah. Um, like she, she, like at the pageant, she's wearing like a black top with like a green sequins. I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool. She's so Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. If you're yeah. out there, if you're a Dance Moms, that's with a, a like, especially like if Abby Lee could be smoking in her studio, like this uh-huh. would be Abby Lee. I have to say, I love all of the like indoor smoking. Yeah. yeah like, especially great. with Becky's dad, like is constantly smoking, like Ellen Barkin's constantly smoking. Like it's just really funny. Um, so I, um, fa- so fashion wise, I also really love Colleen and Terry who are the who are who are like the founders of the makeup academy oh yeah i thought they were like so funny <laughs> <laughs> they are really funny it, um, so much of it seemed like it could easily be like an snl skit yeah I know, like this I really know. <laughs> seems like an snl skit that they made into a movie yeah like they just did like some kind of intro for patents which they've done that format i'm sure before but it just seems like characters that were so funny that you knew that they were somewhere else before but they weren't like I, can, they were. I can sum up our entire philosophy with this glass. <laughs> I can look at it and say, it's half full, which in beauty pageant biz means, where is the hell is my waiter? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It was like a really, it was a really nice, like, take on the mockumentary. Yeah. I have, I have to say, I really, I love this format. Yeah, I know I do too. It's just so funny. It's so dry and just so funny. Um, but what about you? Um, let's see. The only other ones I have that are standouts to me were I love Ellen Barkin's like purple sundress that we first see her in when she's like, where are my smokes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that outfit. It's really cool. Very on point. Um, I love uh, just everything that I love everything that Loretta wears. Like yeah. I love the, the bright yellow Las Vegas shirt mm-hmm. that we first see her in when she's like sitting in the beauty chair, like in the apartment or in the, like the trailer. Is it oh, a beauty right. chair? Isn't she like getting her hair done? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And she's like, I love that outfit. Like I actually want to clip that scene. Cause that's like <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. Is, like ow, when we first ow. meet Loretta. Ow, don't pinch. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. <laughs> I love it. So I love that. And then I also love that like leopard tube dress that she wears to the actual pageant. Oh. <laughs> like on pageant night. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> and then my only other note for fashion was I also love like the frosted makeup on Loretta and on Annette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they have that like that's actually very 1999 which is funny because it's supposed to be like kind of a small town up north where it's not like metropolitan but that was actually pretty on brand for 99 <laughs> people were yeah. wearing the frosted makeup and everything so so i think that that was really cool um yeah okay well let's uh shift on down to music okay um i had i mean there are a lot of songs in this but they're kind of played and like a non uh like integral to the story way like oh, okay. there are only a few that i feel that you really hear yeah because i didn't write a whole bunch down i wasn't like this wasn't one of those movies that i was like oh shit it has this song and this song and this song um but there were a few but did you get any um yeah so i like the song lost picasso um that sort of plays yeah. as, like, the opening um per, per, performed by hot sauce johnson um also i just really like that name um um oh i know that i kind of freaked out about this before but apparently there is a band whose um song was on an earlier episode of yellow jackets and their and 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 their name is tropical fuckstorm 
Wait, I didn't you like text me this? Yes. Yes, I was like, holy shit, that's the best fucking name ever. <laughs> oh my god, I know that's so good. And also, um, dude, I can't wait that we have what three left. Oh my yellow, god, yellow jackets. Oh, I'm also really, really um pulling for the writers because this is bullshit that they're not getting paid. Like that show is huge. Like yeah, they should be making yeah. like way more than whatever the fuck they're making because they're not getting like streaming rights or whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. what they're like uh, fighting for. So like, dude, let's get all these fucking writers paid so we can see all of our favorite shows. Yeah. Because season three, they're like, we stopped writing season three, and they're one of the. I also am loving the signs that are coming off of the writer strike too. There was one recently that was just like, "Don't you want to know how Yellow Jackets ends?" <laughs> and I was like, "They know, they know." <laughs> it's not like they're right that's that's the thing i think which makes the show so great like breaking bad is that they knew where they're going yeah like it's not a show where they're like oh um okay what are we gonna do next year like i think they said they plan for four or five seasons like and that's how they've done it which is really cool that they kind of know where they're going which makes it a bit better yeah it seems like there's a very clear direction and they Mm -hmm. you know it's just sound it's just it's nice to sort of um sort of just be led you know (laughs) i guess yeah definitely um super i'm super stoked so um i'm trying to think song way so i don't know if if it has a name but i like amber's music that she performs tap to um yeah what is that is that um uh oh god is that that um yeah i don't know there's no like primitive radio god song in there too. Devil's oh, Triangle. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's something that I knew though. There's a few songs that I knew when I was looking at the soundtrack list. I was like, first of all, I have another gripe to to pick with uh just technology in general. Has anyone else noticed that Shazam like doesn't work as well as it used to? Yeah, I have. Okay, because um, I sometimes am always Shazamming things during movies, and so many times I get no result. Yeah, same. same. When I didn't used to. So, what the fuck? I don't know what's happening. We used to be a proper country, and, you know, fucking <laughs> fuck Shazam. Like, get it used to work. Like, I don't understand. Like, it has to, even in the grocery store, I used to be able to do it. And the other day I was yeah. in the grocery store and I was listening to like, it was like a bare naked lady song, but I was like, is it this song? I was just like curious. And I was like, Oh, let me just do Spotify or do my Shazam. And it like didn't work. And I was like, there's this used to totally work in a grocery store. Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's fucking bullshit. Whatever. That's Maybe lame. they like had to tone it down because like the government was like worried it was getting too powerful. I don't know. I mean, it is kind of one of the best inventions of the 21st century. I mean, I have to say, like, because how many times did I go to like Tower Records and go like, hey, there's this song I heard on the radio that's like, da 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 da, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't hear. They already said the name like on the station, so by the time I like turned it on and listened to the hear the end, like I never found out the song. Yeah. Like that was it. And so this really like helped a lot of people identify music for, for, for a period of time. I thought nine inch nails and the spice girls were switched. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think I knew, like, I didn't know the Jane's addiction song that had the dogs barking in the beginning, which has been caught stealing. But at the time I was just like, you know that song? It's by Jane's Addiction. It has the 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 dogs barking in the beginning. I remember at Tower Records asking the guy, and they're like, "What?" I was like, "It's on their new album. Like, what song is that?" And I couldn't preview the CD or something. I think I ended up buying the CD and found out it was been caught stealing. But I would hear it on the radio all the time. 
Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, what the fuck? Just tell me. But yeah, they're being dicks about it. Yeah, um, fuck Shazam. Anyway. But um, I do love um, the song that plays during the closing credits by Joan Jett. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's really cool. Yeah. I also love the Petula Clark downtown. Yeah, yeah. It's another classic. And then the conga. I think it's conga is what's playing when she's tap dancing. Oh, no, um, I, I think oh, that's, what's that in? I think that's playing during the, during the ladder routine. Oh, okay. Is that during? Oh, the lot. Oh, yeah, like the chairs, the step. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it is then. I knew there was some dancing in there, and also reminds me of the birdcage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had pretty primitive radio gods, devil's triangle, but those are the only ones I could really like name out. I didn't really, none really stuck out to me. Okay, that cool. much. Uh, cool. All right, let's move on to favorite scenes and lines. Okay. Uh, so yeah, what are your favorites? Um, my, um, well, I love the, um, opening scene when, um, we find out that, um, Iris has recorded over the, um, orientation video with Days of Our Lives. (laughs) I Um, know. (laughs) Um, but I, um, love how they ask Gladys, you know, do you think most people would say beauty passions are a good idea? And, um, you know, Gladys Sure, I know what some of your big city no bra wearing hairy legged women libbers might say. Um, libbers, <laughs> and um, you know, and you know, and then she goes on to say, "You boys are going to find something a little different here in Mount Rose. For one thing, we're all God fearing folk, every last one of us, and you will not find a back room in our video store." <laughs> and they're like, "Yes." <laughs> No, that 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 field is better saved to to the to the Sin Cities, aka Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> so funny. Um, and then I love how um just um um driving into Mount Rose, we see this like sign that says "Welcome to Mount Rose, home of Frida Hegstrom, Minnesota's oldest living L- Lutheran." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny. I would see a lot of those signs when I drove cross-country. Oh, really? Not that in particular, but I need to do a cross-country like photography road trip, because at the time, I was actually like moving my entire life across the country, so it wasn't like... I don't know, I also didn't know where I was going to be working in California either yet, and I found out like in New Mexico, but... I was I wasn't really taking photos like I should have been. I was I yeah. didn't really actually then in like two thousand nine, I just it wasn't really shooting all that much and it wasn't mm-hmm. like a priority to me. But I really wish I had. But yeah, we were just kind of like trying to follow these maps and like figure out where to go. And it was cool actually that I got to like live in that moment. Yeah, but I do wish that I'd taken some photos of like some weirder signs that <laughs> we definitely saw <laughs> on the road. And I wish I wish I wasn't driving too. Yeah, like yeah. Driving, like I'm always driving, which I love to drive, but that does always like limit my photo taking from the road. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, it's but, um, kind of hard to do two things at once. I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely on like highways and stuff. But yeah, it's so funny when you see all these like really crazy towns and like weird signs. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but I love. I don't know if you can call it a montage, but I love like the um clips that are sort of strung together where you meet like all the the girls you know glasses oh and please help yourself to some coffee and bars <laughs> <laughs> i think bars are something in minnesota right 
Yeah, I think it's I think I think it might be another word for like a brownie or something. Yeah, or... I was gonna say I think it's like a like a staple thing. Yeah. People have. <laughs> I love that too. That was my first favorite um scene was all of the pageants intros. Yeah. Like Amber's cool. job at the funeral home, like doing yeah. hair and makeup and she's like tap dancing and practicing her routines and stuff. I mean that seems like a pretty cool job. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean totally. Um and then you get like Rebecca who's like like was she vice president of the Lutheran Gun? She was vice president because Tim Curry was the president. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> later on, she becomes president. Surprise, yeah. surprise! But I think that's really funny. Like I love her intro too, which is good. Um, I'm blanking on her name, but I also like the girl who, um, like during the middle of her interview, just sort of starts petting her dog. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> like, this is Kenny. <laughs> yeah, and she like yeah. picks him up. <laughs> Um, so funny. yeah and then i liked um i liked uh um lisa's um in, 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 mm-hmm. introduction too where we meet her brother peter or paul no peter yeah peter right yeah, yeah. peter <laughs> A- amazing Brittany murphy i love her room too yeah it, was, it looks really nice i also really like amber amber's room yeah um, yeah like, it is really I'm, cool i'm just like i'm just like maybe a trailer park isn't so bad <laughs> i mean like airstreams are really fucking nice yeah like, I, mean, I mean and trailers are pretty big I mean, as long as you have air conditioning and the internet, I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, I know, honestly. And those are the kind that you don't move. Yeah. Right? Like, the one that she lived in is not one that you're actually, like, putting on a car. Yeah. Like, a truck and, like, going, you know, can move it, like, or have to pay for, like, rent. I think it's, like, you just pay for it, and that's where you live. It's, like, that's where your plot is. It's just a really small plot of land, basically. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, a tiny house. I guess you probably just have to hook up the, the water and electricity you know, yeah but i think that's i think it's like it's designated for certain places so like oh, i think okay. if it's built like a i actually have no idea but i'm actually curious because if it's built like a um i never understood like what the kind of society's feeling on trailer parks like why it's such a like a insult like yeah that people say because you have like a yard, you have an outdoor, like you're not in, if it's like a lower income housing, it's probably the nicest version of it. You're not in an mm. apartment stacked with like a thousand other people. Yeah. You have like some land, you can go outside, you know, like I feel like you have a kind of like your own house. You have no walls, your walls mm. are not attached to anyone. So yeah, yeah. Nice. I feel like it's not yeah. As long as there's like no safety concern, I feel like it's not that bad. It's like living in a Winnebago. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's not that bad. But yeah, I do. I really like her room and like, even their whole place. Like when you go out to the other part, you know, and where she has like the beauty chair set up, like that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, I mean, like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. How much do you need? Even in Riverdale, they have didn't they live in a um like a trailer? Jughead? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah um <laughs> we're like yeah they're kind of nice <laughs> i mean I land's mean, fucking expensive i mean you know <laughs> um unfortunately things for tammy do not end well um <laughs> dude <laughs> they like intro her and i i like i kind of took notes as the the movie was going so mm-hmm. i just wrote like um britney murphy love her room oh my god that saint paul pork products ad the woman who like used <laughs> to be the the, the the winner and then she's just like i love it so much blah 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 then she's like i love it so much i work here now <laughs> and you're just like oh my god that felt like an snl skit i was like yeah. this feels yeah. like 
like you could see like Sherry O'Terry doing this. Oh my god! <laughs> like it, or like Molly Shannon. Like it just felt so funny. Like it was like a weird commercial. That yeah, was, like sliced in. I thought that was really funny. And then I just wrote, "Bah! Tammy dies in that fire." <laughs> like she's just like you see her on this tractor. <laughs> and oh god, it's like I think the most dist- d- disturbing part of that whole sequence is just like the the food they su- they serve at her. F- funeral this was like sandwiches and like jello salad yeah which is a thing i think up there and like macaroni salad and coleslaw i was like oh god yeah i think there's like that feels like a very eastern european um food i yeah i think it probably is Um, yeah i was gonna say i think there must be like people from like eastern europe who settled up north i think there are a lot of people who are polish i believe in what chicago yeah, maybe yeah, even yeah. in Minnesota, it could be even further north, or like Wisconsin or something, because that seems like a very like Eastern European uh, like cuisine or like slaw. That's like German. I could see that being like, isn't the slaw kind of German? Yeah, I think so. I, I could see so. that being like Romania, Germany, and like down like that kind of way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of like it didn't look good. I <laughs> know, uh, and like I mean, it's the sort of thing you'd sort of like glance over once and be like, okay, I, I, I have to take something just to be polite. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, totally. Like, totally. I'm just like, I am, but I, I was, I was like, I am not going to enjoy this food. <laughs> so. I already know this now. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so I love, um, our introduction to the ballet teacher and, um, just like how, the, um, she's giving an interview and she's just like, you know, if you ask me, you know, this this year's contest is going to come down to Amber Atkins and Becky Lehman. And in the, in the background, out of nowhere, I don't know what the hell happens, but I think Lisa Brittany Murphy, like, bangs into, like, the sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. And, like, he, like, falls over and she's like, oh, oh, God! <laughs> I also love her quote, close your legs, girls, look like a bunch of bow-legged cows. <laughs> like one of my favorite quotes she says <laughs> god and just so many things that are fucked up like the way we spoke about eating disorders back in the day yeah yeah when you see the girls like go see the former uh pageant uh winner and they're like she and you see like denise richards comes and she's like who are you <laughs> and she's like oh we play this game all the time she always asks who i am she always loves this game and she's like no but who are you and like oh, amber's girl. already in there <laughs> Yeah. Are they, like, visiting Who her. are you? Who are you? <laughs> and then she like brings her food, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, Amber's like, you can't give that to her. She's anorexic, and she's like, she covers the girl's ears. She goes, she's skinny, not deaf. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that is so fucked up, and I laughed like that is so fucked up. But I thought that was like really insane. No, I, like, it was really, really fucking insane. And I was like, oh my god. But yeah, of course, now that would never happen. Like, obviously, this is another one of those movies that would never be made today. <laughs> if it did, it would probably be, like, like banned or, like, I don't know. Yeah. It, just, it just wouldn't be made. This also reminds me of, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Like, that movie. Um, I don't think... Uh, I, I don't know I mean, yet. I mean, would that, that be made today? That movie didn't particularly strike me as that offensive. Um, no, me time. either. It's just very quirky and, like, weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, quirk quirky comes from privilege you know you white oh, devil you know god. So, like god i know it's like for god's sake can a movie be a movie <laughs> can a movie be a movie i mean 
from this long ago. I mean, come on. We have a lot more disturbing shit to talk about in Euphoria. If y'all want to get real, <laughs> you want to get real current with it. That's not. We haven't grown that much, people. We really haven't. That shit's disturbing. Like, we already have like the fucking dad in the first episode having sex with an underage student. Um, and, um, then there's, like, there's that, like, that amazing episode in, like, season two when Rue's, like, on the run, which is, like, so good. So but, like, it's, like, but, like it's, scary as fuck. It's, oh, it's horrifying. Like, <laughs> oh, it reminds me of that episode of Six Feet Under when David's robbed. I, yeah. I don't think I breathed that entire episode. Oh, no, that was really tense. <laughs> oh, God. They just really ratcheted up. Same with the one of the episodes of Yellow Jackets this season. I was just like, ooh. Yeah, ooh. Oh, my God. I was like, holy shit, this is getting really intense. Like, yeah. It's, it's getting um, intense now. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Um, we have a, a, um, a dance rehearsal with the ladders, and everyone in town comes out to watch, and this poor girl like miscalculates a jump and just full on badge slams into like the top of it. <laughs> she does. Did you just say badge slam? That's such a great, like, yeah, such a great, a great, great way to put it. It's very true. Um, I felt that. I was like, oh, yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I do too. I was like, oh, that's that's that that is that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. definitely gonna hurt. God. I, I just love when we meet all the judges and it's oh just like God. the first guy who's the definite child child mo or whatever yeah call him. fucking sketchy <laughs> then you get will sasso from mad tv fame back yeah. in the day um playing like the mentally challenged but they call him retard every five seconds because that's what people said no um, and, uh, like it's not, not like they say it just once i mean they say it at least like 10 times that's like so. his title <laughs> yeah. that's like his title and they like put him in embarrassing and like really like demeaning situations that are just meant to be like really funny which they yeah. just are but yeah they like put him in that that kind of sense it's and he has like his brother right i thought it was his dad at first no, I did, I did too, but I th- um I, but I think they I, th- I think like they mention he mentions their mom, so I was like, oh okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. that's what I thought. And then we have Gene, who's the actual writer of the film, that basically gets no lines and an ass slap from Neil's dad from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like that's basically what she got. So that sucks for her on that yeah. <laughs> on that front, especially since she like wanted to be the candy striper, which is like one line. It's. Like, why why could you give her that Kenny Strapper is one of my favorite characters in this movie <laughs> yeah like it's kind of insane too um the I also love the the kind of long-running uh joke throughout and this is uh I think I might title the episode this it's are we on cops again <laughs> like you hear several people say it and then at the end cops actually shows up <laughs> and they actually like talk to the sound guys and the video guys who are making this movie so it's like this weird meta situation but i love the fact that they're always asking are we on cops again because they totally (laughs) filmed those cops from this is supposed to be in 95 even though it came out in 99 but um they totally film all those cops in like the mid 90s up in like minnesota yeah and like random places like random random towns that you just wouldn't think would be crazy and then you see this like crazy shit happening yeah (laughs) so i Um, thought that was really funny um so um i um I, I i thought this was kind of cute when like the hunky wrestler Brett tries to flirt, flirt, flirt with Amber, and Becky like tries to ask him, and he's like, "No." <laughs> so. Yeah, 
<laughs> um, then um, he like says he like gets to Amber's and you can just see his face is like oh she's you know she's so she's so pretty and then Becky just like drops her tray into the sink and Brett's just like oh you've got some ludovisk in your hair <laughs> and then we get this fairly extensive x x x explanation about what ludovisk is <laughs> that fish that apparently they eat a lot in. Uh, it's like cod, right? It's like salted yeah. cod or something it's, that they um, eat a lot up there. It's, I think it's like cod has been pickled or salted for like over a week. Oh, and Jesus. It's, it's like, it's best served with lots of butter. But um, like, um, then I just love this cute con- conversation between Brett and Amber when um, he says, hey, do you want to hang out this weekend? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, Oh shoot! I, oh crap! I can't because you know I'm working at the funeral and it's you know hunting season. <laughs> when people die a lot this season, you know hunting season. <laughs> like oh yeah, so crazy. <laughs> and then of course the next scene she's working and then he gets caught like she's like doing her job whatever and then she pulls back the sheet and it's fucking Brett. I know. And then, she, and then she's like. Oh, he got one right between the eyes. You don't really see that much. That's kind of weird. And then, like, the next scene we get is like, <laughs> is like Becky loading up her gun, talking like right by the target. And they're like, "Did you hear? Did you hear that Brett was shot?" And she's like, "Oh, really? <laughs> huh. My mom got me this thirty for my sixteenth birthday." <laughs> and just like, yeah, she, like, has her outfit on. Yeah, well, hunting's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, hunting's dangerous. I was like, oh my god. I love that they make it so obvious that like they're the sabotagers that you just think that like <laughs> no, maybe it's someone else. I think I kept thinking like, oh no, it's got to be someone else because. This is too obvious that it's like Becky and Gladys. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're just so obvious, but like, nope. <laughs> it's totally well, what it is. I, I sort of, ha- I sort of have a theory that um, that Gladys was was working alone, and that I think Becky knew knew about it and was trying, possibly trying to warn Amber, because when Amber gets that gets that threat in in what she interprets as a threat of Tammy on the tractor with with the with the. <laughs> with the writing on the back that says you're next. I think that was Becky trying to warn her, not necessarily threaten her. Oh, but I, but I, of course, this is just like all speculation. I have like no evidence to back this up at all. So. Because <laughs> we get in that gnarly cat fight later on behind <laughs> yeah. backstage. Yeah, bring it on! Bring it on! Which of course is another Kirsten Dunst classic that comes out <laughs> the, year, the year after. Um, <laughs> just so nuts. Oh god. My um, One of my favorite scenes is Loretta and Amber's, oh, Annette. I think her name's Annette, right? I wrote Amber's mom in the trailer. That just that whole interaction is just so funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just love that. I love it so much. And also when they have the fire at the trailer park, and then like they they find out that I think it's like someone calls Amber, and they're like, "Oh no, that's just a symbol for like my mom that she like needs more smokes." So they're like, "No, there's an actual fire. You need to come back <laughs> now." So she comes back and she's like, "Oh my god, everything's burned down," and the firefighter that's like right next to her is smoking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's like smoking a cigarette. And that's when you see, like, that's when they're like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. I think that was so funny where she's just like, is she okay? And you see, like, Ellen Barkin is in the hospital with, like, a beer can fused to her her <laughs> hand that stays there the entire yeah. time. Like, it's just so funny. That, that part's really funny, too. Um, I um, Do you like this sort of, like, half-ass ex- ex- explanation from this crooked police officer? He says, you know, like, he says, 
Oh yeah, after some thorough investigating, we determined the curry the curry girl must have been smoking and driving. <laughs> and <laughs> it cuts to Amber and she's like, Well, yeah, Tit. Tammy liked to drive her dad's thresher. She said the heavy vibrations helped her think. But, but, but I know for a fact that Tammy only smoked after a good drive. If if you ask me, Tammy was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, mm-hmm, whatever. Like just moving on. Like it's just, oh god, it's so good. Um, also, like when that light collapses, that's meant for Amber. <laughs> yeah, um, because the other girl had had to go because uh, that's the girl who does the signing. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, Oh my God, my, one of my cousins just gave birth to a deaf baby and I have to be there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this fucking movie. Like it was just the most, it's, it's batshit. This movie is batshit. And I really hope people I, listen to this episode and they're not like, I, uh, Oh God. I also love that this horrible abuse that the, that, 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 that the candy striper goes through when like oh when like God. when like Loretta and Amber are talking. She's like, "Hey there, Miss Sad Pants and her friend Serious Sally. How how about some nice cool mints to turn those frowns upside down?" <laughs> and then she's like, like she freaks out. <laughs> Loretta does. Yeah, she's like, oh, um, do you have a nice cold mint? Um, do you think a nice cold mint would help if I shoved your head up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> and then she like runs away furiously with the cart. <laughs> she like really like runs away fast. It's just so funny. <laughs> God. Um, another standout is that intro for Pageant Night. I was like, it's on. Pageant yeah. Night. This oh. land is your land. Oh, oh, wait. Um, I, I, I also just wanted to talk about the, um, the, uh, it, interviews first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, there's you know because you know like um everyone goes in for like you know the interview portion. People get pretty like you know softball questions. You know like if you could be a tree, what kind of tree would would you be? And my favorite answer was Becky, who says. One with strong roots in a community like Mount Rose, a solid Christian trunk, and long leafy branches to provide shade for handicapped kids on a hot summer day. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, what the fuck? And why is Denise Richards not in more movies? Why? Like, what? She's also really great on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, no, I, 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 have, I have to say. I, I you know, I'd say I I'm, I'm like a solid Denise fanboy. So. You could honestly just watch the shows that she's on. You don't need to know anything. You can yeah. just start watching. She talks about like what it's like to parent kids with Charlie Sheen and how he brought a hooker to their house for Thanksgiving once. It's really <laughs> it's wild. I have to say uh, it's um, really wild. Yeah. And so then Amber's question is um, to name and spell all fifty United States in alphabetical yeah. order. <laughs> Arizona A R I. I see. Oh, she actually does like all of them. It's like three and a half minutes later. West Virginia. <laughs> God, so funny. And meanwhile, like all of the creepy judges are like staring. And I think like the like mentally challenged guy in the back has his like pants open. They're like, he has his pants open. And then every so often you hear like, no, his pants are all the way off now. <laughs> like it's so gross. It's so gross. Oh my God. God. But um, it's all coming down to this because the night of the pageant has finally arrived. Which I can't believe that the movie wasn't all leading up to the pageant. I yeah. thought that was really good how the pageant came like about like 30 minutes into the film. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, I thought the whole thing and, like, the pageant was going to be, like, the last, like, 20 minutes. But I'm glad that we, like, found out and we moved on. I'm glad the yeah. story was, like, really layered and we, like, moved on and moved on, which I thought was cool. Um, but I, 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 I do like that um, opening kind of number that they all do. Um, and um, yeah. then there's that poor girl who's just like, um, here's a big ball of twine that my uncle made. And I think I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> I know, so funny. And then the one that Amy Adams does where she does like the Washington Monument and she's like oh, stroking yeah. it. And you see her boyfriend in the, in the, in like the audience or whatever. And I think he like, I think maybe when she gets like second second runner up, he like strips off his shirt or something. And yeah. It's like, yeah, go! Like it's, it's so funny. I mean, I can see if this was her debut, she did knock it out of the park. Yeah, no, I have she to say, good. like she did really good. Yeah. Even though I'm um, not a fan, but she did well. She did super well. And then we get this batshit crazy dance number where they have to perform the um the routine with the ladders, except it, it's all wet paint. I know, right? And it like gets on them everywhere. It gets on their hands, gets on their shorts, like everywhere. Like, who the hell would paint these right before the routine? It's like Will Sasso. It's like, oh my god, yeah, it's so funny. Um, I just love that you see like um Amber, like Amber's like being blatantly sabotaged, and like yeah. her and Becky get in this massive fight, which is so funny. And then Becky finally like she does her talent and it's like so bad but it's so funny but it's like she's supposed to be like this amazing singer and like really be the real front runner but she sucks and she does that one where she's doing like the cross like the jesus cross like yeah everybody was offended by apparently as extras (laughs) um but then we have amber who like kills it yeah. doing her tap yeah. it's like so obvious that she should win this and it's just like she's doing her tap lisa gave her her uniform and like dropped out which i was bummed about because she yeah. was like my my outfit already got approved a month ago so you can use mine so i'm kind of bummed that like she got kind of taken out of the story a little bit because mm-hmm. before she was in it uh Brittany murphy was but that was <laughs> that was really crazy i also thought it was funny that it was like a 75 dollar scholarship for the first <laughs> runner up yeah. um that was really crazy and like 500 dollars, i think for the winner yeah yeah which i was like what scholarship like 75 dollars um, no really where yeah like i'm i'm, I'm just like i Thank you. Yeah, like <laughs> thanks, I guess. Um, I do like how we get a very brief update on Janelle, who was hit by the light, and um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and Amber says, "Oh, oh yeah, you know, I stopped by to see her the other day, and she's oh, she's really happy. You know, the blow to her head made her deaf. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, that's right. And she's like, she's so happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah, it's so wild. It's it's like so wild. We also get this like. Um, when uh, Gladys goes out, I-, I love when like Amber gets this like rousing applause and like people are just like, wow, like really long Gladys comes out. She's like, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's it. And you still see Amber in the back, like waving and like bowing. And she like last minute she goes away. And then that's when she finally, she like crowns. And then when she like, op- when she crowns the winners and she opens up the final, you know, it's like not Becky. Yeah. Like, Cause the way she reads it, she's like, oh, whatever. It's Becky. <laughs> it's my daughter (laughs) and then you know becky comes up and everyone's just like like everyone in the town hates her because she's like the rich girl yeah and it's just like yeah everyone's just like whatever like they knew she was gonna win which is so funny so i love when they're all walking out and that's when like lisa's there with her with her dad and her dad's like well you know honey like (laughs) you participated but you know dropping out and whatever and your brother would have never done that and she's like peter's gay dad gay (laughs) 
Like she's the way that Brittany Murphy screamed. Also, Brittany Murphy's laugh is like so amazing. Like she's yeah. like the best laugh. And the dad's like, wait what do you mean meanwhile like peter is full-on like a like a really successful drag queen in new york city (laughs) yeah yeah um so i think it's really funny the dad's like what do you mean i'm like what do you think he does (laughs) like what do you think he does it's kind of funny i love that that was really good um Um, and then you have like a weird parade which i did not expect yeah well we also get an update from the print girls in the bathroom oh um, yeah and, they're and, like the correspondents like <laughs> every now and again and, yeah. um they're like yeah so are you you guys going to go to the parade and um you know the pretty girls are like nah i think i'm like do or something <laughs> they are the girls in that simpsons episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they actually are like they were modeled after them i think, like, yeah, I it's, think so too. it's so funny it's like kind of apparent it's really funny and they're smoking like those Laramie cigarettes. <laughs> like drinking Jack Daniels out of a paper bag. That's yeah, <laughs> like fully pregnant. <laughs> Not caring at all. Oh my god, it's hilarious. God. Um, um, we get the parade and we get this like nice little like Americana parade. We get this like B-roll of everyone like sitting on the street. And then you get like Becky's perverted ass dad being like, beautiful as a whore's ass today, boys. Because <laughs> he's like looking around, like describing the day. I was like, these quotes. This is now I keep we're like reminding you this is pg-13 yeah <laughs> i don't know who was back there doing like the rating schedule but like they really got away with a lot in this one yeah yeah i i have to say and then like the float was built in mexico the dad's also like crazy racist in like a lot of other ways but not to mention like so many other people are but mm-hmm. in the film too but it's like he bought this thing from mexico and then like uh <laughs> there's like this massive swan flow and like denise richards like becky has to get up on there she's like the reigning queen she's just crowned she's like i don't want to get up there it smells like gas <laughs> and then like he's glad it's like you have to get up there we've built all this stuff and like we've got the special from mexico and blah 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 and then the dad is like yeah i have i have special dealings down there because he owns this furniture store yeah and, and he's just like yeah i have special dealings down there and like they want like sometimes i pay them with tacos or something and he's what? like they don't like that and i was like what i can't believe they kept that in there i was like okay um crazy and then as this thing is as this thing is going down like the street fucking allison janney has to like no not allison janney um becky becky's mom which and gladys has to like light the sparkler on the side yes so she's like lighting the sparkler and then as this happens the back part of the float like catches fire yeah. and then you see amber and what's the other girl's name leslie yeah they're in the back like behind it because they're not obviously the winners and they're talking about like you know i forgot what they were talking about they were like oh i, I should be oh um what Le- leslie was asking amber that if, that if she like dies because of the fumes coming off this float she like <laughs> hide the hickeys on her neck and oh like, that's right <laughs> and like and like tummy and like it in her thigh yeah she's like and my and she's like it's okay i got you <laughs> yeah it's okay i got it and then of course as in the background you see this like 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 float catching on fire and then it fully explodes and i wrote this was the funniest part of the entire movie <laughs> i was like on the floor and it was like so insane that she just like exploded and that's exactly what happened to yeah. tammy but i'm like but then I think later on, someone used this as, like, a reason why you should buy American. <laughs> I forgot who it was. It was, like, this old lady or something that they, like, interviewed oh. on the street. And they were like, yeah, that's why you should buy American. Like, we knew this going to happen. I was like, oh, my God. 
it's just like another capitalism joke. <laughs> like this is just, <laughs> it was really insane. And then of course cops actually shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they're like there, that's when they meet and they're like, Oh my God. Hey, like what's up? It's, uh, it's kind of funny. And that's when I think Gladys makes the big confession that she's like, I didn't kill those other people for this to like ruin my daughter's chances and this hard to explode like this. That's when the cops like arrest her. Tammy was one crispy critter up on that thresher. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so ironic that that's what happens. And and then but but by default, Amber now gets to go to state. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. And then when when they get to state, oh my god, this seafood buffet was so triggering because oh, I knew god. what was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all of this seafood is going to kill this entire cast <laughs> um yeah and it actually almost did <laughs> yeah it literally almost did I, I even i thought that amber didn't have any because she's like i don't eat shellfish but she yeah, must have yeah. had something there yeah th- i think she just like had a roll like some salad you know but it was probably all improperly stored because she got sick but not as sick so she was able to get crowned <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was able to get like crowned again and then Oh god, then you find out that like Gladys is like running shit in prison, still trying to take down Amber. Yeah. Trying to like meet people and like trying to like, you know, still trying to like put a hit out on her essentially. You piece was really of funny. Shit, trailer park trash. I'm coming after you. <laughs> so crazy. Um, and then my my last favorite scene was like at the end, now we find out that they're going to nationals and it's at Sarah Rose Cosmetics, the very beginning that we saw um, that like, sponsors this whole thing. And then I l- absolutely love when they get there on the bus and they find out that like the IRS has like seized this company and it's like completely <laughs> abandoned and they had like no idea. The pageant's canceled forever. And that's when you get these amazing like post credits where you get like written on the screen like these subtitles of like what's happening yeah and you kind of get like the uh, future updates from characters which i love but i love the chaos at this like headquarters like they're trashing outside they're like crying banging on the cement like their lives are over like there's um like one shot where like two queens like push the letters over in the courtyard and and then they they, they, like high five each other Um, it's like so (laughs) wild it's, it's like it's actually really funny. so funny yeah it's like yeah. one of my favorite scenes and then i love too that you get an update on like all of the characters like futures yeah and and amber made it she got she got out of mount rose the way that she got out of mount rose is insane <laughs> because apparently there was a prison contest beauty contest and gladys placed second <laughs> and this was really fucking upsetting to her it's in the paper that she like vows revenge um, and she breaks out of prison and then ends up like a sniper on top of a grocery store <laughs> randomly in the town and takes out uh, the reporter. And this yeah. whole time, Amber's been really obsessed with Diane Sawyer. She's like, Diane Sawyer started in pageants. I'm going to do this. It's going to be so great. This is my stepping stone. And then, of course, as soon as this reporter gets taken out, Amber like goes and like grabs the mic and she's like reporting live right here on W blah, 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 TV and she like nails it like yeah. first time out yeah and it's just it's just so funny it's just yeah. like so fucking funny and then so, like, yeah and then like flash forward a few years and she see she's now a news anchor in Minneapolis St Paul <laughs> yeah like literally has her dream job which yeah is pretty yeah. amazing um I mean this movie was great yeah I I, I loved yeah. it. No, I mean, I I think this movie is just so so fun. It has a great cast, and it's just um, and you know the performances are great. I don't I don't think there's like a weak one 
no like, in the entire movie um, it was great. And, it was a perfect Sunday afternoon feature, which is like and, when I watched this. And oddly appropriate since it is Mother's Day. <laughs> it is Mother's so. Day. I know. Isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> yeah. That that's what. That's totally what we're uh, what we're doing. What we're yeah. watching. It's so funny. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't know what we're gonna do next. Oh, I forgot to say, sign up for the Patreon. Um, we're doing a lot of shit over there. The girls episode is about to go up. I'm gonna edit that. Oh, It'll nice. probably go up tomorrow. Wolf of Wall Street is gonna be up there soon. Uh, we should do a Simpsons episode while you're on while you're chillaxing. We gotta do Fargo. Yeah. We gotta do like a bunch of. I think I wanna do Summer of Sam with Mike soon. Oh, cool. um there's just a lot of things coming up but yeah just hit us up on the socials whatever i may try to do like a reality tv spot because there's a lot of shit going on in vanderpump rules world which i know some people are into i fucking love all that shit so yeah i might need to like get it all out after this reunion that's gonna like take a lot out of me but i'm gonna go probably get emotional over succession now because yeah i gotta watch it so i can't be fucking spoiled on twitter Ugh. but um that's the only thing i, I hate it <laughs> brace yourself i know right yeah i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know how it could top what already happened this season but we'll we'll see yeah but uh until then we'll see you on the next one bye bye